0: Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Parent Pivot Podcast. I'm Steve Cummings.
1: I'm Julia Cummings.
0: And, you know, we sit down, and we're actually doing this from our kitchen table and things, and I think you've heard us say we come at you in real time, raw, vulnerable, and authentic. And and this morning, you got up this morning, and uh, you said, I know what we want to talk about today in the podcast. And I, I said, oh, really? And I said, do you want to surprise me when we turn the mics on? You want to tell me now? And she looked at me, and she says... I think I'll surprise you. So I have no idea what we're going to talk about. So, sweetheart, what's today's episode? What do we want to talk about? Where are we going? What what path?
1: So I want to talk about sexuality. Oh. Heavy topic right now.
0: Yeah. Um, Controversial topic.
1: So as I say this, yes. I want to say two things. And I'm throwing caution to you as well, my husband you
0: can't see this but her (laughs) finger is pointed directly in my direction
1: um this is not about our opinions this is not political this um is strictly about your relationship with your child um your adult child I constantly am saying "child." Well, it's really hard to the
0: Pivot Podcast is to adult children. And I, I, yes. Everybody just need to understand we, we we use the word "child" a lot, but they're not children; they're adults. No, they
1: are definitely not so children. Yeah. Please
0: excuse us for using that word, but it, it's all it's all good.
1: Anyway, um, so where I want to go, I kind of want to give my philosophy a bit about uh, almost a century of parenting. Um. So if we look at... A
0: century. That's a 100 years.
1: Yeah. I'm going to explain this. Okay. So if we look at my parents' generation, which is the, general, you know, quote, unquote, the greatest generation, Um, they grew up during the Depression, during World War II, their parents had all of that heaviness along even with World War I. So their parents grew up with, or, you know, were formed through a lot of uh, really bad historical times. With that, my parents were raised with, uh, we don't have time for emotions. We do not have time for emotions. We need to lace up our bootstraps and go. We need to get it done. So that's where my parents' generation is coming from. That generation raised our generation, Mm -hmm. the baby boomers. And I think that our generation felt unheard. We felt, um, in some cases, unloved because maybe parents didn't say, I love you. Because, again, there was no room for emotion. There was right. no need for emotion. We had
0: to figure it all out on our own.
1: Right. There was a lot of figuring things out on your own. We were more, way more independent because of that. Well, then our generation...
0: We kind of overcorrected. Decided
1: (laughs) emotions matter. Right. They really matter. And we never want our kids to feel pain.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We we (laughs) overcorrected.
1: And we overcorrected. So where our parents would have probably said, and my parents actually never said these words, but it is um, at the same time kind of who they were. They were hard workers and, Mm -hmm. you know, and... You didn't need to say those things. We're a family. We are all working hard. And we... um, Anyway, it it just... To them, I think it was unnecessary noise. And like feelings and emotions didn't matter. And it was buck up.
0: Right, right. So
1: we get a hold of our children. And again, like you said, we overcorrected and we made everything about feelings.
0: And and I just want a little little pause here that is what we did uh, as as in our family that doesn't mean everybody in the boomer generation did that.
1: No, of course not. This is these are generalizations yes. for yes. sure. Um, but what you see with society now is the snowflake generation and that's the name that they've been given because they are all about emotions and they, that's all you see. So when I talk about sexuality, where I want to go with that, the whole reason why I'm laying this okay. groundwork yes. is because they have been given so much and they are, they haven't had to work for anything, huh. honestly. Uh-huh. Um, and again, generalizations. Yes. I realize that. Yes. Um, and it's almost like they have too much time, money, all of that on their hands, that then it's all about feelings and how do I feel? So what what we see is a generation that says, I feel like I'm a different sex. I feel like I want to have sex with everybody. I feel like, you know, there's just a lot of feeling in it. And, and again, this isn't a political statement. Right, this right, right. isn't anything. This is how over the last century, we have ebbed and flowed. I can throw in there too the hippie generation, and they were coming off of, and they're a little older than us. Right. Um, yeah,
0: we were in our, our grade school years. Yeah. We just got we went and saw the Jesus Revolution and really loved it. It's a great movie if yeah. you haven't seen it. Yeah. Brought back memories of us living out there where they were baptizing at Pirate Cove and Crone Del Mar and Chuck Smith and Greg Laurie. But anyway, yes, go yeah, on. Yeah,
1: so, you know, I can throw in there the hippie yeah. generation because they were actually. You know, they were rebellious against that World War II generation. Right. And they just kind of went the opposite extreme. And I suppose if you were raised by hippies, you might be even more conservative because you didn't like the hippie part. Yeah. Or maybe you are a hippie yourself. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, all that to say, these are all generalizations. But what we're seeing now is just an overflow um, of being identified by our sexuality yes and i guess that's really my point so as we look at our adult children we may see them going in directions that really hurt our hearts it may be a very painful thing and and i'm talking you could have something um go from pornography uh, you know, at, on one end and to a sex change operation on the other end or in, in the middle you've got I'm all these different genders and have sex with all these different people or whatever it is. Um, so if you're watching somebody struggle with all of that and they might not even consider it a struggle, you're struggling watching them right, right. go through this stuff. Our society has normalized All of that, our society has said you can be and do whatever you want. And we're coming from a different place, most likely, as uh, baby boomers, um, that it's hard to watch our, our, our adult children make some of the choices they have. But I guess the reason why I'm bringing that up is because the question remains with all of that. How do I maintain
0: relationship a relationship
1: yes. with my adult kid when they think all of this is normal that that even they... if
0: they're not um- a, uh, I guess what I want a clarification here are you saying um how do I maintain a relationship with my adult child and they don't see that there's anything uh I don't know it's become it's become normalized in culture yeah they may not be um themselves you know going, yeah, like, going through that but they they're looking at the world uh, through a lens that says oh this is normal so i'm just going to be normal with it and they may be very christ centered believers as well yeah. is that what you're saying
1: uh, well it could be either or i mean if i have a if i had a son that and and say they're they're not christians it, you know and it doesn't matter what faith you are right. because if you do have faith chances are this whole thing may bug you right right Um, You could be Muslim and that's going to be a problem. You could be a lot of different faiths and this could be a problem. So if, but let's say I have a son and he decides he wants to be a girl. How do I have a relationship with that person when I still see them as my son? How do I shift my thinking? How do I, how do I figure this out? Um,
0: I don't have an answer.
1: I know. And I, I, that's the thing. I don't have an answer. And on the opposite end, what, what kind of you are referring to? What if I have a child that actually is a believer and walking with the Lord, yeah. and, but they're all fine with all of this. Right. And inside you're going, no, that that doesn't yeah, seem it, right Yeah, that me.
0: tension between truth and grace, I think is, you know, there's always that balance. If you go too far to the pendulum on truth, you become judging, condemning, it's just wrong, you're just a bad person. You go too far on the other side of grace, and it's like, you know, we're just going to love everybody no matter what they do. And I think that tension uh, becomes, where's the balance between truth and grace? I want to love someone and accept them and see them through the eyes of God, through the eyes of Jesus. At the same time, I'm reading scripture and reading truth about this relationship with this unbelievable father who loves me. And he's like going, hey, this is my best, you know, uh, and it, it talks about sexuality all throughout the Bible and lays it out pretty, pretty clear. So you've got that part where you want to love the person, but not agree with the sin. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. That's um, hard.
1: It's hard, but I don't even want to go into that spiritual aspect okay, necessarily. I, I don't want to identify somebody as sinful or not sinful I, that is not my right goal because here. I gotta look at my
0: own like I get the speck yeah, out of my own eye exactly seriously
1: it's completely about how do you maintain the relationship with your adult child gotcha that's all I want to focus on okay so that's why I said I'm not making I'm doing this without judgment and without politics or anything else.
0: Thank you for the grace. <laughs> I'm getting the look through the eyes. I can read her heart. It's like, going, okay, the mic's live right now. We're not going down that avenue. I get it.
1: Yeah. Um, because truly, I think everybody... I shouldn't say everybody because obviously that's not true. But most people want to love others well. Absolutely. And so it doesn't matter what your belief system is or what your politics are or... Um, Uh, any of that i just want to love people well where Mm -hmm. they are Mm -hmm. and that includes my adult child yes so if we don't agree yep on some of these things and again our generation was not raised identifying ourselves by our sexuality we you know i'm a counselor, I'm a mom, I'm a right. we were in very traditional a, roles. Yeah. That stuff I'm wasn't a, ever
0: on the radar. I'm
1: a this, I'm a that, I have this gift, I have that gift. And yeah, I like men. You know, it's it was kind of an afterthought. Right,
0: and, and, and being being uh, you know, uh, gay or, or whatever was you know, you're in the that's where the proverbial I'm in the closet. You you did talk about that. It was Yeah, him.
1: so we're raised in a very yeah. different type of generation and so now everybody's identifying themselves only sexually like that's the number one thing you're hearing from people but all that to say how do we in this culture when people are identifying themselves differently than we would in our generation or you know how we operate how do we maintain that relationship with adult children
0: do you have an answer because I don't
1: (laughs) so I go back to the old adage that was always in place because this was in place when you have family gatherings you don't talk about religion or politics okay right that's always kind of been a thing because those are dangerous topics that can cause dissension in a family so um but I will say this it starts with you as the parent if you are going to start talking about these things when you know your children your adult children have a different viewpoint you're poking the bear you are stirring a pot that doesn't need to be stirred they know where you're coming from you know where they're coming from neither of you might change each other's mind in fact You'll be more effective if you don't say something because chances are good that your adult kid might be exposed to what you think from some other person and they're more likely to listen. So all of that to say, keep your viewpoints on those things. On
0: the back burner.
1: On the back burner because it's not more important Right. And we've said this before. Right, over and over again. Relationship over being right. Right. And of course you think you're right. And of course your adult child thinks they're right. Right. So when it comes to sexuality, we are in a different place in the world right now. Your adult children probably think differently than you. Um, Maybe. Uh, And it can be hard. On a parent, I've I've talked to a lot of parents that it just it hurts their heart. It hurts yeah. their heart to watch their kids go down certain paths. Well,
0: and, and my where my heart goes to is like if you know if that's happening, I, the only my my uh, go to is I gotta be on my knees more uh, and just be praying um, that the Holy Spirit would do His work. I I can't pray. I call it praying prescriptive prayers. Hey God, you need to do this with this person and here's what you need to do. Because then I'm saying, you're not doing your job and I know better. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized that like a number of years ago. What am I doing? And now I just say, you know what, Father, since I've surrendered them to you, they're in your hands. Holy Spirit, if they're believers, you know, just just do your work in them. They don't need to uh, do things to be approved by me. They only need to be approved by you. And that's all that matters. So so don't talk about politics, religion, and sexuality now when you get together with family. Is that what I understand? Yeah. We've added I'd, a third one.
1: Yeah. Although I consider these days sexuality has become kind of a political okay. type of thing. But um, yeah, but I would say definitely those things. Um, and you may go, well, what is there to talk about when we get together as a family? You know what? Play some games together. Have some fun together. Watch a fun movie together. If you're sitting at the Thanksgiving table or Christmas table and, you know, um, ask people what they're doing. How is their work? Talk about how is your old friend so-and-so. There are a lot of other things to talk about.
0: And I would offer this as a suggestion. Rather than try to get engaged in... uh, a dialogue that goes back and forth where you might have a different viewpoint. What if you did this? What if you just sat back and listened really well and started thinking of the things that you appreciate and respect and the character traits that you're hearing coming out of your adult child's heart and then pause and go, you know what I really love about what I'm hearing? And they're probably gonna go, what, you you disagree? (laughs) No, I love the fact that you stand up for your convictions, that you have a lot of courage That you're brave because I I don't know if I could have ever done that and you're affirming them and and deepening that that relationship you don't even need to comment on what was happening because they probably already know you disagree but don't go down that road bite your tongue you know keep your mouth shut keep the welcome mat open because they might walk away from that uh, experience of going you know I expected mom or dad to jump down my throat and they didn't yeah they actually affirmed a character trait in me and and they notice they might not said anything You know, when you when you when you said goodbye and they walked out the door, but trust me, they're watching and they noticed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a a very good piece of wisdom, because oftentimes all we're hearing is what we disagree with. And so to be able to find a character quality to um, compliment them on, which was unexpected, because, you know, just like I I say, you know, if it it starts with you, if you're going to bring it up, you're poking the bear. Well, I'm pretty sure they know that they're poking the bear, too, if they bring it up, because they know what you think. Yeah. So for you to not engage and not um, kind of jump on whatever it is they're saying. Don't take the bait. Yeah, don't take the bait. um, That would be... Amazing, and, and if you find something to compliment them for, that's even more well, amazing.
0: I, I think you're loving them in that space. And unexpectedly, they're hearing something that, that the father would say to them. And, and he's using you to do that. So yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. Right. Um, but you know, I'm offering that as a suggestion. You want to have good relationships with your adult children, healthy ones. Uh, give that a shot.
1: Yeah. And I want to bring up again, we've brought up the fact that yes, we are coming from a Christian worldview. So you will hear us use christian lingo and uh that's all fine and good it doesn't mean that what we're saying is should be disregarded with you and your child if you're not coming from the same worldview so i I just want to put that out there because the principles remain the same no matter what your background is or what your faith is your the principles remain the same and a principle like being um don't don't choose to be right over the relationship. Right, right. Um, choose the relationship over being right. That is something that anyone can can use. Um, so yep. anyway,
0: good.
1: That's just kind of what my thoughts were today. I, I I just I know that the sexuality piece is a big piece of this next generation yep. and people of our generation are trying to figure out how to converse about this yep. stuff or yep. um, how to not, again, how to not
0: yeah.
1: say stuff to our kids out, push them away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we wrap things up on this podcast, I do want to say I did learn something about, about what, about today in recording. Um, we should not have oatmeal before we turn the mics <laughs> on. Anyway, there's a number of ways to get a hold of us. We, we now have a Facebook page. So if you want to go to uh, our Facebook page, uh, the Parent Pivot Podcast, you can uh, look us up there. Like, share, comment, do whatever there. Uh, we also have an email address, parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. Send us uh, your story. Send us what you like. Uh, we'd love to respond to you. We'll respond right back, parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. And there's also two websites to set up some time to chat with us uh julia's website is uh, meadowbrook counseling and that is at what what's it called
1: meadowbrook counseling
0: ga.com yeah i was saying that it's meadowbrook counseling but the website is Counseling meadowbrookcounselingga.com yeah. schedule some time with her and we can also jump on as couples and then um, i also have a ministry to men to help them live out of their identity as beloved sons of the king so we can chat there at bringingkingdom.org so anything else to add before we go nope nope. Hey, we're so grateful. If you would do us a favor, would you share this uh, podcast with your friends who have adult children? Could you um, even uh, write us a review? We love getting reviews. Rate it, review it. That would really help us gain some momentum. We're going to have some guests we're going to be interviewing coming up. So be looking uh, for those episodes. Jim Burns will be coming on in a couple weeks. We'll interview him. And we've also got some copies of his books. We'll tell you how you'll be able to get them for free. So Thank you for joining us on the Parent Pivot Podcast. We will see you next time.
1: Bye.